0: Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women, who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body and spirit. Why? because I know it is possible, because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life, and I can teach you too, how to break free from anxiety and overwhelm from a life-changing diagnosis or an event so that you can remember your healing potential and create the life that you desire. Hello my friend, um, let me ask you this, do you ever wake up thinking or wondering, how can I how can I do better today how can I have an easier day have more fun more joy or maybe just getting by I just I just want I just want to get through it and, and get to the weekend right because I feel like a lot of us have been stuck in old habits if you are like me or if you listen to the podcast maybe you can relate that Some of us have just been ruminating in all ways of being or doing things, all habits that have not been supportive. If you listen to the podcast or if you you follow me or know my story, maybe you've tried to do all the things. Maybe you got a diagnosis. You are going through challenges in your life that is hard to comprehend or understand, but yet you're still here. You're trying to find the answers. You're trying to really do your best, but... Mm, I get it sometimes that's a little bit challenging when we don't know where to look for so what I have offered here for you is having seven days seven this is going to be a free experience of seven days starting uh Saturday I think it's Saturday oh no Sunday the 24th of this month of July and going through those seven days, sharing a lot about healing practices in order to heal ourselves. And this will be from uh, at a physical level, things that we can learn about how to move, how to take care of our health, our at a physical form in our body. There will be some mental practices uh, as well as emotional how to how to manage our emotions, how to how can we tell when something needs to go or how can we tell when something that we need to get rid of in a healthy way so that it's never going to come back again. We're going to go through practices like meditation, breath work, journaling, sharing a lot of the things that have worked for me and people that I work with, as well as you having to share your experience and then I can help you with it. It will be kind of like a mini coaching session for you when you engage and you share your experience. So I'll have a link at the bottom in the show notes so you can sign up, but please join me. It's going to be relaxing, it's going to be new. And then, also, again, something that I'll often say if you're not in a place that you wish you were, if you're not happy with how things are happening right now, with the results that you're getting, what are you doing to change? My bet is that if you're still quote unquote, unhappy is because you haven't changed anything. You're still going through the same old habits that you've been going through all your life. All the three decades, four decades, how many old you are. So something's got to change. And in order to do that, you got to really learn other new and different techniques, if that's what it is that you can find in this seven day experience, all right? So I hope to see you there and also invite other people. So the more people engage in this, we're helping all of us. the same time and it's going to create a ripple effect so i love for you to invite other people as well and i'll see you guys soon hello my beautiful soul and welcome to today's episode thank you for tuning in i hope you're doing amazing your summer is going well always taking care of yourself and doing the things that are really fun for you because that's what really matters right All right, so let's talk about something that maybe not a lot of people take the time to talk about, and that is about the unspoken cause, root cause of disease. And I want to talk about this because it's a recurrent topic that people come and ask me about. Some people ask me, How is it that I am having or going through this situation right now, like a chronic condition or some diagnosis when I think that I've had a really healthy life? And that could be my example. If you do know my story, um, you know that I share a lot about my journey with healing cancer, the diagnosis that I got over 10 years ago. And that obviously was a shocker because I never thought that I had a quote unquote bad lifestyle. I grew up in Peru, I grew up with my grandparents, I grew up eating wholesome foods. I didn't eat junk food. Occasionally I would have candy, like you know, many kids that we do at the time. But growing up in Peru with my grandparents, we rarely had processed food. We definitely didn't have canned. Uh, foods i mean we did have it in the stores i'm sure but it wasn't something that we ate at home my grandma always cooked she always bought she always had fresh foods and vegetables from the farmer's market that we used to go to every single day i remember that um, my grandma she would always shop for our foods every single day for our meals. And again, I didn't have a whole lot of candy. I didn't drink a lot of soda or anything like that, right? So it was quite interesting for me to, to take in the diagnosis, especially cancer, because you often hear now that there's many factors that create diseases such as cancer, and some of them is really a, a bad eating habit like eating a lot of processed food, consuming a lot of sugar, a lot of inflammatory foods. So obviously I couldn't believe it. And then also through the journey and meeting some other people who are on the same path, I saw the same story. You know, why am I going through this diagnosis when I've had a semi-healthy life? Yes, there's stress, there's a lot of things happening in the background, but the obvious wasn't, you know, what people thought about. And um, and because it's a topic or a few questions arise from this, from people when they hear my story and they want to know more and they want me to guide them through their own journey, healing journey. And... Throughout my exploration and learning in how to heal myself, heal from cancer, heal from anything that is happening, um, I came across so many things that I've been learning, which is when you heal from a disease, you don't just heal the body. It is not just a physical condition that happens to the body. And here's here's another thing that I want to bring across. When we talk about disease... When it comes to that one word disease, on um, if you look it up, you know, what the definition is, it really is, what it means is really having a diagnosis, right? Like a medical diagnosis that a doctor, a health practitioner will, will put along your name on a piece of paper, like Wendy Rosenthal has this, you know, whatever it might be which really what it means is, is the lack of health when someone is not healthy or as healthy anymore. But when we talk about these ease, when we break it down into those two different, two words that, you know, together it creates disease. um, But when we talk about this ease, it's really the lack of ease when we do not have ease anymore. And what is ease is comfort, is harmony, is balance, creating balance, in your well being. So, when we talk about this ease we're talking about the lack of comfort, disharmony, imbalance that someone goes through when it's dealing with a challenge. And that could be health-related, as in the physical form of the body. When it is mental, mentally related, like health, you know, mental health is so very important and has been brought up a lot more in the last few years. Because we all are having challenge with it. We all are going through hardships that are not allowing us to have um, a to have some sort of guidance in how to deal uh, with things that are happening in our mind. And then we also think about emotional, our feelings, our emotions, as well as spiritual. And this is something that I do want to talk about because not a lot of people pay attention to that. And all of this, when we talk about disease, again, it's not just on one dimension, on one um, area of your life. It is really taking place in many, many areas of our lives. And if you really think about it, what happens when somebody has a chronic condition or diagnosis that they have to deal with? Let's say, for example, cancer or depression or Um, heart disease, diabetes, right? What happens when a person goes through that diagnosis or that disease is not just affecting their physical form, it's also affecting them at a mental level, emotionally. These people are not able to express themselves. They're, They're really tuning in inward and not allowing themselves to speak about their needs because part of them is feeling maybe depressed, sad, guilty, Um, having a lot of emotions going through their mind they might not be good at focusing because in their mind they're all they're thinking about is their condition what they have to go through treatments and so on and maybe that will also affect their relationships not being present in their own relationships having a hard time finding people that will support them so so Let's talk about the part that not a lot of people talk about, which is really the unspoken costs. Um, because on a general consensus, we, we all pretty much at this point know that for someone to have imbalance, for somebody to have a disease, yeah, it's somewhat obvious that maybe food or health, um, unhealthy habits is going to create it. Um, that's obvious, right? when we when we see that maybe someone is eating really unhealthy foods, inflammatory foods, a lot of sugar, a lot of alcohol, getting into drugs, and so on, it's probably not going to be so supportive for the body. Those are poor eating habits. but and then not only that, but then on top of it, you know, adding stress, not able to deal with stress in a proper way not able to calm down or slow down is going to create a burnout. So we kind of have an idea that's what happens. But what happens on the other side? And this is something that I've been learning in my own journey. And I've been learning from other people who are also experts. And that is that there is a disconnection. So disease to me equals disconnect. When we talk about disease, we talked about that it is a lack of ease, lack of comfort, lack of um, harmony or balance in the body. And what that means is that there is a disconnection. There's no longer a connection if your whole being. And I know I've talked about this before. And when we talk about this, it means that there is a disconnection between your physical body, your mental body, your spiritual. Body as well as as your emotional. So when we separate one one platform, one um, body, one way, one state of being from the others, that imbalance starts to happen. You know, it's like, if you think of it as having all these different things on a scale, when you take one out or one is depleted or one, it gets, you know, broken into pieces, the balance is not going to be the same. And you know what? At the end, I also don't, please don't take it as in everything has to be completely balanced. Life is not so much like that anyway. There will be ups and downs, ups and downs, and there will be some areas that will need a little bit more attention from you or a little bit more work and that is okay as long as we have awareness we're able to create that that um, harmony around all those different areas but that's the thing that we need is awareness and that's something that not a lot of people have not a lot of people pay attention to so how does it happen how does this connection happen in order to create disease well As I've talked about many times in the past, and including um, a little while ago, part of that disconnection is, it's about the emotional aspect of who we are. And that could be as repressed emotions. When someone is not able to express themselves, when someone is putting themselves you know, second or numbing their emotions, they don't want to speak up about their needs, about what it is that they want, how they want to be treated, or how they want to treat other people, when their voice is shut down, when they are avoiding um, facing some of those emotions. And I'm gonna give you an example one common emotion that a lot of people go through, a lot of people have, including myself, is anger. I feel that we all at some point in our, in our lives have had anger. And a lot of this anger is not really from what's happening right now. It's from the past. It's from past trauma, pra- past experiences, um, from relationships, or even from people that were um, close to us when we were younger And so some of those emotions are not even ours. And I know I talked about this before, so please go back to past um, episodes. I can't remember what episode number it is, but when I talk about past emotions and past trauma, some of it is not even yours, but somehow you adopt it and you take it as yours. And what do you do now? You have to deal with it. You have to heal it for yourself and for the people around you that could be affected by it. So when people... Um, has anger and and is not able to express it. They tune it in, right? They they tune it down, the dial down. They tune back in, and that anger is repressed in the body, and of course in the mind too, right? And the person continues living a normal life, but in the background, that anger is still be is still being held in in the body. And there will be a moment and a situation experience that there will be a trigger that will bring up that emotion that has been stored for so many years. And sometimes when it happens so often, then that's when the person and when the person is not able to, quote unquote, control it or have a better handle of it, that's when there will be a mental breakdown, that's when there will be a rage episode, um, when the person is just going to burst and not able to um, transmute that emotion, it's not going to come in a healthy way. That's when people react and not respond. There will be confrontations, misunderstandings, because every person is going to think of it as being or think of themselves as being on the right space and not um, speaking from a place of compassion and kindness and understanding what this emotion means. Right? Everybody's gonna try to look for the responsible person or blame at someone, but not thinking of what is the what is really the reason why this emotion is coming out right now and in this particular way. So having repressed emotions is not healthy, obviously. It's and if it stays too long in the body, that's energy. Every emotion is energy. When that energy, that emotion is too long in the body, it's going to create a blockage, it's going to create a a disruption in the energy flow in the body and when that happens as anything that is flowing there's going to be a stop there's going to be a a blockage of that energy and that is what some people some experts speak of creating disease and there's many books that talk about it about emotions and how the body is holding up to it and how that well that will create certain, um, uh, health imbalances and create things like cancer, create things like, um, gut issues. When it comes to gut issues, like digestion issues, sometimes that is associated to the liver. The liver is also associated to anger. So people who are not having good digestion, good practices to reinforce the liver and the gut, um, maybe they should also look into their emotions. Are they holding up to anger? Are they holding up to resentment? Resentment, it has to do with the digestion um, system. So, and also pain, you know, physical pain, muscle pain, back pain, back pain, lower or upper is related to uh, feeling supported, feeling safety, confidence. So there's many ways in which we can look into it, but just just take a few moments if you can, or make, take a pause on this episode and think about what is happening right now. How are you feeling your body? And is your body trying to tell you something by having some sort of um, uh, manifesting some sort of symptom? And just pay attention to that. Um, If you want to know more about this, obviously you can reach out to me and we can talk more because that's one of the things that I really want to go into, Um, going into the underlying cause or where is your your body manifesting certain symptoms and how could that be related to things that are um, emotionally uh, related or even mentally. Mentally, when I speak about that, it's more about the beliefs, which we will talk about right now. So the other thing too that people don't think about that could be causing or creating a, a discomfort, a disease imbalance, it is when we are spinning too long in our old trauma, in past beliefs. So basically at the mental level, your mind keeps rehashing on past events, past trauma. And let me just make it clear, this happens subconsciously. It's not like you walk around consciously saying, well, I'm going to think about what happened in the past and I just want to like understand it and just stir in it because yeah, like it's just, it's just annoying and it's it's something that I need to resolve. No, most likely not. (laughs) A lot of us don't walk around thinking that way. If anything, a lot of us want to forget about the past, especially if there was a trauma. A lot of us a lot of us want, want to just put it aside and continue moving and just ignoring anything that might come up with processing that past trauma. But subconsciously, the mind hasn't forgotten. The mind keeps, keeps that in mind because there, for some reason, that past belief, that trauma created some sort of belief that somehow the mind thinks that it's going to, to be useful at some point, maybe to keep you safe. And a perfect example is if somebody got really hurt as a young person, as a kid, as a baby, in a past life even, if that person got hurt and that caused or created that person to shut down, not speak up anymore, because maybe speaking about how... Other their feelings is going to make other people around them upset or uncomfortable. And then there will be a disconnection in their relationship. Then the person is going to shut down. And so the person is going to learn, the subconscious mind is going to learn, you know what, when you speak up, people are not happy. You make people uncomfortable when you speak up, when you express yourself, express your feelings. So maybe you shouldn't do that because making people uncomfortable or unhappy it's going to take him away from you. It's going to make you different from everybody else. And nobody's going to like you. And so what happens? We shut down. We stop speaking about our feelings or emotions. We stop sharing. And then also added to that, our self-belief changes we don't think that we are good enough, that we are confident enough to do whatever we want. We have doubts in, about ourselves and that also is going to, in one way or another, create disease. And one way could be when we are not confident, we, when we have self doubt, when we question ourselves, then we're gonna have poor choices or poor decisions. The opportunities will be there and available for everybody but our decisions are going to be based on the things that we believe in so if we believe poorly about ourselves then we're going to take the poor decisions that are not going to be supportive for us so what do we do Well, we work around it and we reframe, we rewrite the old story. We work with the subconscious mind to eradicate those old past negative beliefs and change them, give the mind suggestions to turn them into a positive belief, change it up to something that is going to be more supportive. The other thing that not a lot of people think about that I think is very important to pay attention to, that is, it's something that I think happens to everybody, regardless of our background or our belief in faith, is that disease sometimes can be affected by having a disconnect from spirit. And again, let me clarify, this is not speaking about particular religion, This is a global or universal way of speaking about spirit, soul, um, a higher power. And that could mean so many things for everybody. Yes, for some people is God, for some people is spirit, for some people is the universe, for some people is nature. It just doesn't matter the name we give it. It's just having that connection to a higher power that we believe in, that we lean on, onto that power and including ourselves if let's say because I have people saying, well I don't believe in God I don't believe in anything well at the very least you should believe in yourself and when I say believe in yourself it's not so much like oh yeah I believe that I can do it it's really having that conviction that you are your own creator the creator of your own life that you have the tools that is going to allow you to create the life that you want but here's the thing I I feel like, yeah, you can believe in yourself, but believing that there is someone out there, there is this higher power that is able to bring us opportunities that are presented in front of us, that is able to give us the tool. Because I feel that even if we believe about ourselves, or if we strongly believe in ourselves, well, <coughs> excuse me, well, how do you learn about what to do to create the life that you want? And I bet you, if you're still listening to this, you still haven't figured it out. If you're still listening to this, probably you're still struggling with your health, with your spiritual health, mental health, or physical health. So if you listen to this, you still have questions. So who who else is going to provide the answers to the questions? Because if it was you, you would have gotten it a while ago right so I feel like even when I I say that yes believe in yourself I still feel that there is something much much higher out there which has probably some of the answers or at least will give us some of the guidance to finding the answers or finding some sort of middle point to be okay with what's happening so believing that we are not in this alone you know, that we are not in this alone, that we can lean on to, to that belief that what is happening around us is happening for us, it's not happening to us. That belief that is going to allow me personally to to reconnect and put all the pieces together because I am just another piece in this life. I'm like a piece of the puzzle, right? Things are working um, or are not working independently, how I do my life, yes, it revolves around me because it's based on my choices, my decisions. But at the same time, it is playing a role around the people who live around me, my friends, family, co-workers. So however my life is um, is going by, is also going to influence whatever happens outside of me let's say my friends or my family is going to influence the way they, they also operate their life. And that's why I, I, I often want to reiterate people that it's important to realize that however you do life is also going to affect other people. So when you do good practices, when you learn about yourself, you have this self growth and development in your life in one way or another, you are influencing someone else, even even without having that intention, because people absorb energy. So if you are at a high vibration energy in how you do your life, that's also going to attract more of that into you, your space. And you're going to evoke that same type of energy out to other people. So people are going to be um, absorbing some of that and getting contagious with your your energy, with your the things that you do to better yourself. And so that's why I think it's very important to pay attention to that and to really understand that, again, we are not in this alone. And when I say that, it's not so much as there's other people going through the same struggles as you, but it's more about there is this this higher component outside of you that is allowing you to have experience that you have, whatever that might be that you believe in. Okay. So. I've been, it's interesting and I'll be talking more about this part, um, in future episodes because, um, I, I didn't think myself as being religious, um, or spiritual until, you know, some time ago in which I could see how powerful, um, you know, like going within, in a prayer practice or meditation or a moment in which you find um, that reassurance that you're not alone and that's what I speak about when I say reconnecting with spirit and reconnecting with your soul and that's you know it's thinking and believing that when you have that connection back again with your soul your soul is going to guide you because your soul knows what is best for you whenever you're having a hard time, even going through a, a disease or a diagnosis. And this is something that I had mentioned in the past. And that is, for instance, like for me, right? I was diagnosed with cancer. Yes, it is still hard to understand, but I still try to leave um, my best life. And again, let me just say another thing. I'm not perfect. I still have challenges. I still have struggles in all these different areas in my life, but I have the commitment to keep on going and learning more and more as I can. But, um, many people will be, you know, like uh, a little bit let down by a disease thinking that their body did it to them, or there's some sort of guilt. That is very common for a lot of people who have a diagnosis like that, feeling guilty because they think that they did something to themselves. But in my mind, what I think about or what I talk to, when I talk to my soul and I ask questions and I want to, you know, get some guidance, part of the answers that I get is that it doesn't matter what goes on the outside, you know, like as far as the diagnosis, if my soul is able to complete or do the things that are bringing me joy and happiness and also sharing that with other people. And that brings some sort of, um, um, I don't know how to explain it. It brings such a good feeling knowing that regardless of what happens, regardless of the hardships happening around um, me in my case, Um, if I do good for myself and for other people, things are going to be okay. There's that, that, uh, trust that happens. And, and that is a good feeling, you know, that regardless of having a diagnosis, I can still have a beautiful life. I can, I can still find love. I can still find the things that make me happy and make sense. So. I I just wanna keep talking about this, but maybe on another episode because I feel like a lot of people when they are just focused in just one thing, which is maybe getting healthy, I need to eat better, I need to exercise, I need to do this, this and that. There is still that disconnection with who they truly are at the soul level, at the spirit level. And and when we reconnect with that, that will make a lot of things will make sense. And I feel like the more we spend with that area of us, that spiritual body of yours, that spiritual aspect of who you are is going to allow you to see things a little bit different and make also different choices that that are possibly more supportive. So um, we'll talk more about this later on. Um, The next thing I wanted to mention is which is around what we talked about spinning in all trauma. And that is when we are stuck on the same habits that has not been working throughout probably the majority of our lives, well, we're gonna be stuck with the same results. And that's, that also creates disease. And this is something so interesting, including you know myself when I've been reflecting on my life and what I've been doing or what I can do next you know, a lot of us sometimes are hitting the same wall. It's, it is an invisible wall. And we wonder, what is it? Why can I move forward? Why can't I make the changes? It feels like I'm just getting pushed back over and over again. But we don't realize that we're hitting the same wall, meaning we are engaging in the same habits. Like if people want to get better and healthier and have more energy, well, stop eating crappy food. <laughs> stop having the same energy. "Quote unquote," unhealthy habits. Find something that is going to work for you. And when I say this, is really study, educate yourself, learn what is best for you. Which probably is not going to be the same for everybody. And I always say this as well: the foods that are going to work for me might not be the same for you. And here's an example that I just, I've been realizing lately because it's summertime and I love watermelon. It's one of my favorite fruits and I could just eat a whole one in, in one day. And in fact, I think I did it once before. Um, and I say, I think because I not just ate it, but also made smoothies with it. But I've been realizing that it makes me bloat it. And it kind of hurts my tummy, which is so sad because I love the fruit, right? I love watermelon, especially in hot days. But uh, if it is really making me uncomfortable, like my belly turns into a watermelon, really, why would I still do that? And sometimes, even consciously, I have to put myself into that that place of okay, Wendy, you're gonna have, you're gonna eat something that you know is gonna make you uncomfortable. Do you really want to do that? And my answer is like, yeah, because I like the taste of it. And then I just go through it. And then at the end, it's like, oh, my God, this is so painful because <laughs> my tummy is really so bloated. So for other people, maybe it's not going to be the same. So again, once we realize what is not healthy and not that it's not just about food and relationships, This is also very common, that people know that they are in a relationship that is not supportive, but they're still sticking with it, right? With the same people that are not healthy, whether it is loving relationships or friendships. When people, you know, like moving out of unhealthy behaviors, you know, like stirring in the past rather than moving forward, looking forward to something different and new. And I know I've said this before. If something has not worked for a number of years, if you've been on a healing journey and trying to discover what is quote unquote wrong, what is the challenge and then wanting to change, but yet nothing in your life changes, then how are you going to expect a change in results, better results? It doesn't make sense. And at the same time, I want to say, please don't feel guilty. Don't feel like you're alone because we all have been in the same place of hitting the unhealthy um, habits and hitting the same unhealthy results and wondering what to do when we do have the answers in front of us because many of us know the answer but we're just sometimes not willing to to accept it just because it is changing a routine and let me remind you for your mind any kind of change it is a challenge and it's not a It is not cute. It is not good. The mind gets a little freaked out when it comes to changes because it is getting out of the routine. It is getting out of the comfort zone. And changes mean uncomfortable for the mind. It's going to be like, what? You want to do this that is new that you've never done before? Are you crazy? That's scary. That's new. You never, how do you know it's going to work? How do you know that you're going to have fun? How do you know that this is safe? For the mind, it's not going to be like that so hold on let me have a sip of my celery juice hold on and let me know if you are on the same celery juice train because i've been doing it for quite some time for my health i do follow the medical medium if you're not aware of it he talks a lot about ways of healing the body um by having uh a lot of certain types of food and in this case celery is supposed to be really good for your digestion and for overall your overall health especially early in the morning on an empty stomach so let me have another sip because I still have and I have like 32 ounces of this every single day my friend <sighs> but it is sometimes so hard to keep drinking this but here I am um mm. I just have to find a good taste in it. Okay. So what do you do when you have unhealthy behaviors or habits? Change it up a little bit. Create new new habits. And when I say change it up, don't go back crazy and completely ditch your job. Completely get rid of the people around you. Completely uh, change your whole life about it. Go steps by steps. Small steps create huge results. And what you can do is just like doing something different. Start training your mind. Get your mind a little bit comfortable with little changes. Maybe take another route to go to work instead of the usual route that you take. Maybe it's eating different types of food. Maybe it is engaging into different hobbies that you've never done before. Just challenge yourself with little easier things that you can do so that you tell your mind, look, this is okay, it is easy, it is okay to trust, trust me, okay? Because what you're doing in that is you're training your mind, you're creating new pathways in your nervous system, and that's what we want, we want to create new pathways, that's something that at the physical level it has been proven that it really helps the mind, the brain, um, the nervous system with staying on top of things, Okay, so we can talk more about this and I'll be sharing more and more. Um, I had people reaching out to me when they follow me on social media saying um, how I've been helping them without me knowing. I mean, all I do is just share, but people have come to me saying, oh my gosh, I never thought of this and thank you for sharing because now I'm doing this, you know, like, like I did it. I don't know if you heard, but I was doing my facial ice roller practice when I started the podcast today. Um, and that is rolling my face with this icy roller thing that I put in the freezer so it's crazy crazy it is icy and cold and I put it on my face and that helps my skin I've been rolling it on my back as well and people have been saying how it's been it's so refreshing and nice a nice routine to to get up to and, you know, it's all about self-care as well. So it really, it really is. It is a nice feeling when you do something that is new and you like it and you have fun with it and you enjoy it and you want more of it. <clears throat> okay. So, and also if you don't, follow me on social media at Wendy for Wellness on Instagram because we can share more about some of these practices. You can share yours. I get to talk and mention you in my stories if you want. and and really just get more of ourselves out there being more um, able to share and feel comfortable about it and then um, the last thing I wanted to mention what also might create disease is really not having a supportive loving um, or good relationships around us people don't talk about this because it's not a common thing for us to speak about our relationships especially when it's not working a lot of us stay quiet And because we don't want people to judge us, right? We don't want people to to say what is wrong about us if we do think that something's wrong. But overall, we got to speak up and we got to really realize what is really happening in our relationships um, uh, with family, with romantic relationships, with friendships. And this also um, goes along with, you know what we talked about previously about engaging to toxic or unhealthy habits and having unhealthy relationships is not going to be helpful at all. If anything, it's going to drain your energy, is going to take away from you and it's going to deplete your energy to the point that is it might create or contribute to disease because it's going to affect your mental health, your emotional health as well. And in. At the same time, you realizing what is working around you or not and getting rid of the unhealthy relationships is going to open up to, to other things that you probably didn't see before. It's going to allow you to really value yourself because what happens when people stay around in unhealthy or toxic relationships? What happens in their mind? What do you think is happening in their mind? What goes through their head? when they are sticking around with those unhealthy relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, most of them do it. Most of them are staying in that unhealthy relationship because they're still people pleasing. They think they have this belief that they have to take care of everybody. They have this in, that, that innate belief that they are here to please others. And again, this is subconsciously. We don't walk around saying, oh, I'm here to please everybody. They stay around because they don't want to hurt. They don't want to be responsible for hurting people. But that is not true. Because if someone is, if there is an unhealthy relationship, let's say you have a friend that is asking so much of you. And I have an example, but I don't want to share so much because um, is with a friend of mine. Well, used to be my friend. Maybe I'll share it and she will suck my time and my energy, like she will require a lot of me, and there was a point in my life that I gave a lot of that to her, because I really wanted to help her, because she was really struggling in many things, and with her health, with her emotional um, well-being, and, um, and definitely with her mental well-being, because I used to be her coach, without pay by the way, But it got very exhausting because she will really demand and she will even say, well, I'm your friend, you're supposed to help me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not here to save you. I'm not here to help you unless you want to be helped. And that's very common you might want to be there for other people to help them to support them but if you see that the other person is not reciprocating or is not doing their type their their part in their in their job as in getting the help that they that they want or that you provide then it's not going to help any of you as, as it didn't help my relationship with that person so i had to cut it out because i realized that i was giving a lot more into that relationship um then that, that was that what was done what was supportive i don't know if that makes sense but um and definitely i wasn't getting anything back and in any kind of relationship there's always a mutual exchange right it's giving and receiving and many of us who are or were people pleaser we tend to give give and give and don't receive and when I say don't receive, it's not just in the relationship. So we tend to not take in um, what the other person might be giving, but also we don't receive in many other areas. We're not allowing ourselves to receive money. We're not allowing ourselves to receive love, joy, happiness, opportunities. Our, our mental eyes are blocked. So we don't see what is available for us. Therefore, we don't take it. We don't receive it. And then we are here complaining what is wrong, right? So this is also very profound and very um, important to pay attention to because having good relationships with the people around you, with the people who are in your energy space is very important as well as the relationship the relationship that you have with yourself. That's also so much more important than anything else. So again, I want to talk more about this and we will talk later on but in the meantime you can follow me on social media because I do want to talk about some of these topics uh, in little bites at a time because I don't want to dump it all onto you and be overwhelming okay so that's what I wanted to talk about so far um, we'll continue with the conversation maybe there will be a part two on um, from this But in the meantime, reach out to me and let me know how it's been, if it resonated, if it's something that you've thought about that is being in your awareness. Um, That is another tool that we can use to take care of some of these areas that are not healthy is really having a lot of awareness about what is happening. And to reiterate, one of the things that has helped me in healing Regardless of what the diagnosis is, but it's really having that awareness and that awareness and connection with myself, as well as with spirit, having an awareness that there is that I'm not the only one going through this, that there is something else outside of me as in an energy being, energy source that is along with me. And having to lean on that is a beautiful thing because it really makes me feel supported. It makes me feel that I'm not alone. And that is important feeling that we are supported in one way or another all right my friend so I'm going to end right here please let me know how it's been for you you can always reach out to me on instagram and wendy for wellness you can tag me if you screenshot this episode and tag me I'll love that also I will ask you if you could please leave a review a five-star review um on itunes ipod what is iPod, no, ipodcast no oh, wait I think that's what it's called um anyways if you don't know how to do a review you can google it it's super easy it just takes a few minutes I would really appreciate it because what it will do it will allow this podcast to come and jump to the front so that people are easily finding it and they can benefit from the from the episodes that we and the topics that we discuss here and once again do not forget to sign up for the free seven-day experience of healing practices to heal yourself so go and find the link down below bye